0: What's up, we're episode 385 of the PS4 Blockcast. I am JCM. With this is as week as Izley. Yo. And MSI. Hello. And here we are. We have a lot to talk about. It was the. We were missed last week. It was kind of busy, but there wasn't much then. It was all speculation about this week possibly being some big news. And yeah, this week was. We had a, a lot to go over. So we will get to that immediately because there's so much of it. But uh, to quickly touch on some of the things we missed last week since we didn't record. There are a few quick things. So Far Cry 6 got delayed uh, until after March 2021. So they pushed that. So it was going to come out in February. But it got delayed into fiscal year uh, 2021, which goes until March 2022. So it'll be interesting to see when that comes out. Typically, Far Cry's always come out in Q1. Uh, There was the exception of Far Cry 3, which came out in December of 2012. But yeah, it's a little little bum, but COVID's, of course, the issue there. Then we also had some big Final Fantasy sixteen news that came out where they basically introduced the heroes, the world, the story details. It was like the big website. I kind of ignored it because I didn't want to look into it and find out everything. anything. Some people talk about on a podcast anyway, so I heard a little bit, but I've quickly forgotten it because I'd rather just experience it in the game. But if you're interested in Final Fantasy Sixteen, you can go onto the website and you can read about its six realms, the crystals that they worship and the power they give and yada yada and then the other thing was is that jim ryan had said that it's crucial to keep serving playstation 4 owners in the years to come kind of harping back to the fact that some of the games that are first party for sony will be on both ps4 and ps5 like spider-man miles morales horizon zero dawn and then who knows what else going forward so just some of that messaging. And obviously, that's because there's so many PS4 consoles out there, so it makes total sense. And they know that not everyone's going to adopt their new console right away, and because of manufacturing uh, supply chain constraints, you can't necessarily feed that demand right now. So it makes sense if they do that within the first year. Um, obviously, they could still have some exclusives, like Ratchet & Clank will not be on PS4. It's only going to be on PS5, so you'll still have some of those next-gen-only titles. But, uh, yeah, that's the news that we had missed, but now we can get into all the big stuff. So we will kind of work backwards um, because today it was announced the long-rumored Mass Effect, you know, remastered trilogy coming mm-hmm. to PS4 and Xbox One as well as some updates to PS5 and Xbox series. Um but yeah, the, they they're saying you know the legendary edition will have super sharp resolutions, faster frame rates, beautiful visual enhancements, yada yada. Uh, I'm not a Mass Effect player, but I know everybody's been waiting for this for 20 years, so I guess it's good for them. Are you? Do either of you play Mass Effect or are looking forward to it? I mean, I no. played
1: the first two and tried to play the third one. Tried? I <laughs> couldn't get into it. Like I no. just the third one didn't do it for me. I. Hmm. I started it and my complaints with the third one were pretty much what everyone else had issues with. like it just it, it didn't feel like a mass effect game. Most of the decisions we made ended up not mattering. So I just stopped playing it like halfway through and didn't really ever go back.
0: Yeah, I know some, that was some of the things people talk about where they like some people really liked one because it was way more RPG and then two wasn't quite that. so people have their preferences mm-hmm. over which one they prefer.
1: Like, 1 was a lot of RPG, which I loved, and 2 was a different style of game. Mm -hmm. It it was absolutely not the same type of RPG game as 1, but Hmm. it still felt like Mass Effect, and it still had great stories, and the character side stories in 2 were fucking phenomenal. Um, 3 had good gameplay, or like, okay gameplay, if you like that style. It, It was better than two's gameplay. Um, in a similar style, but it just, like, it didn't have as many touching character moments. Most of the character decisions you made throughout the games didn't really end up mattering, and then obviously there was that whole thing with the very end of the game where uh, the decisions you made didn't really matter, so 3 just,
0: like, it it couldn't
1: keep my interest.
0: Yeah, I know some people are happy with 3, like, they still liked it, they they understand why people might have had issues with it, but like, yeah, you know, they enjoyed it, or they, they like the way some of the smaller storylines tied down and stuff like that but i know they've been clamoring for this remaster and it's been rumored for basically all of the ps4 and xbox one generation like everybody's thinking oh it's gonna be announced it's gonna be announced here it comes here it comes but now it's finally it's finally coming at the end of the generation
1: um it's all, it also it's just kind of coming at a weird time like yeah it's right before the launch of ps5 uh-huh. is when you want to try to Like announce this remaster and stuff when people are going to be shifting to new games and new like everything, it's just kind of weird to me.
2: And it's not even on technically new console; it's just getting new console enhancements. So they developed this for current gen. (laughs) Like, why not? Why not just wait a little bit? This would have been like a perfect next gen thing because it would have been a
1: great next gen launch thing. Like, you get three games for one they're all older games that may or may not have backwards compatibility like it would have been it would have been a very good ps5 launch thing
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 really weird especially since andromeda came out in 2013 so it's like you you had a long time in there to kind of you know get it together but maybe they could have had like a small team working on it or something and it just like finally adding more resources to it but they did also announce because it's N7 Day, that's why they talked about it. That there is, they are working on the you know next uh, Mass Effect game. I don't know why I totally flipped that. I was like flipping between two articles. They are <laughs> working on it. Um, you know, it's in I guess early stages. So, but they're working on the next chapter of the Mass Effect universe. Everybody's looking forward to that. Uh, they're so, making another Mass Effect game. That's they announced. They said a veteran team has been hard at work envisioning the next chapter of the Mass Effect universe.
1: I guess I thought Mass Effect was done with. I'm surprised. Well I, they, I know, did not think we would ever get another one,
0: you knowing you figure whatever they did with Andromeda they're probably like, you know what we could we could do something we could turn this around we could do something better so but it's in the early stages as well, so that doesn't mean they're gonna go forward with it it could be like, hey, we're just looking at it it's in early stages then maybe it'll get scrapped, who knows, but right now that's where they are they're in early stages of kind of planning it out and you know seeing what's up but yeah next we they there was a some sort of stream yesterday for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I didn't watch it because the game's right around the corner. I don't need to see stuff, you know, when we're seven days out. But yeah, they one of the news articles was that the day one update is available on all platforms. So I guess if you've already preloaded, because I think the preload on PS4, at least for people who are getting on PS4, is tomorrow. So yeah, if you preload, I guess you can download the day one patch early as well. But uh, the one thing that kind of surprised me, I was looking at the the install size for this game on PS4, it's 45 gigs and on PS5, it's only 45 gigs. Same for series S and Xbox one, like it's 44 and 45, like S seems small. Like for I was Assassin's
1: comparing to the game. Yeah.
0: I was that comparing, is comparing it to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is hundred point nine gigs. Now, granted that's all the DLC, but I think the base game for Assassin's Creed Odyssey was at least, you know, upper 60s when that came out and I was like man this is uh... now they did say you know because I guess the way it's not like one giant open world like you do these it's kind of broken up in little chapter segments so you're not you know while they are big open areas you're not exploring like all of England or something like you're, you're kind of going out doing this chapter of the story and then come back so it kind of makes sense if it's split that way that it's not initially as big I mean they did say the map the overall map size wasn't as big as Odysseys and Odysseys was huge um uh, so you probably could save uh, some space there i'm just surprised that it's not slightly larger on the next gen consoles like i guess they don't have i don't know the like high higher fidelity assets or anything like some for the better resolution outputs like that that was just kind of caught me off guard but hey at least it's not that big um i guess
1: i mean i guess it is like a cross gen game so maybe it doesn't have quite as many assets or higher fidelity assets as like right
0: but in others, one of the other but- articles i pulled up is uh for uh call of duty cold war which on ps4 is 95 and on ps5 is 133 so there's you know a 38 gigabyte size difference between the two same on xbox one and xbox series S. so like they they clearly have high resolution texture assets for that game uh so it's just surprising that they don't For this, unless they both do, and maybe that's why. Like, they do have high, you know, maybe not 4K assets, but higher assets. So on, like, PS4 Pro, you're getting maybe checkerboard resolution. Like, your your base output is, like, a 1200 or 1440 checkerboarded up. So you just keep that same asset uh, because it already looks good and put it on each of the next gen. Like, I guess that could be the case. But, yeah, it was just surprising that there wasn't that big of a difference um, when other cross-gen games have such big file size uh, disparity but yeah there's that uh we also had that news that sackboy a big adventure apparently will not have online multiplayer at launch um this is the design director of sumo digital ned waterhouse he published a post on the official playstation blog this is according to an article on twinfinite so i could say my source basically saying that uh you know it's gonna that when it launches won't have it um let's see i'm trying to find the exact quote uh, the developers have decided to delay the online multiplayer functionality for the 3D platformer. There will be a patch that users will be able to download and install towards the end of 2020, adding an online multiplayer option. This, that same patch will also add game save transfers from PS4 to PS5 and cross-gen multiplayer for Psych Big Adventure. Uh, of course, there's local multiplayer at launch, yada, yada. Um, let's see. I guess there's no particular reason given here. They're just saying that it's not going to be there. That's interesting. I mean... Uh, Again, I guess, I mean, it's kind of, bad. I don't know what the audience size is for Sackboy Big Adventure or how many people are going to play it online, but I know like Little Big Planet, like obviously all those games launch with online multiplayer, so it's interesting that this one uh, doesn't have it from the start. But I'm only going to play it locally anyway, so it doesn't matter there, but that's just a little interesting tidbit for anybody who is looking to play that game online with their friends. Uh, then we also got news that Rockstar has detailed GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2 next gen backward compatibility. I'm trying to see here. I didn't see this article until today, so I'm trying to see what this article is entirely about. And like, it was going to be about specific enhancements, but it doesn't look like it. It Just looks like, let's see, Rockstar Stay announced that Red Dead, Redemption Souls, GT5, PS4 and Xbox One version will be playing on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series backwards compatibility, which we knew because PlayStation already said there's only 10 games that don't work on it. So I don't know why they had to announce it. <laughs> um, it's so weird. Uh, the progress in PS4 and Xbox One versions will be transferred over using USB drive, LAN cable transfers, or cloud saves, yada yada. All your GTA Online and Red Dead Online progress will carry over automatically. Makes total sense, because that should be saved up on their servers. I don't know why that would be a big issue, uh, as long as you're still using the same network and Xbox Live, PlayStation Network and Xbox Live account. Duh, makes sense. Um, like I said, they also revealed LA is backwards compatible, including its PSVR, the VR case files, uh, and other classes going to be backwards compatible. Like, yeah, no kidding. Because all these games, um, because there's a bunch of like PlayStation 2 titles that are currently available on PS4, those will be available on uh, PlayStation 5 as well. So like the PS2 versions of Bully, GTA 3, San Andreas, Vice City, Manhunt, Max Payne, Red Dead Revolver, and The Warriors. But that makes total sense. Um, let's see here. Next bit of news: the control next gen upgrade got delayed to 2021. There's an update from Remedy. Um, and This obviously seems to be because of the uh, COVID situation. So if you're looking for to either finish or play that for the first time, you're gonna have to wait a little longer. If you want to play on PlayStation Five or Xbox Series, then moving on to EA, they were talking about their next gen and partnerships with Microsoft and how they're apparently undecided on uh, game hikes. You know, a lot of new prices is sixty nine nine nine, but knowing EA, they're gonna do.
1: I was going to say, it's fucking EA. Of course, they're going to hike up their prices. (laughs) Like, (laughs) absolutely, they'll hike up their prices.
0: Yeah, it's like
2: more microtransactions.
0: Yeah, come
1: on. Oh, EA is going to be the ones that don't raise $10? Yeah, I don't believe that.
0: Yeah, so Mm -hmm. that's what they said. They said, I don't really want to weigh in yet. Uh, We have always said uh, games are getting more expensive. The experience is getting deeper. The time that people are playing games is getting longer. One might argue... Uh, That might require a higher price point over time, and we'll address that as we get closer to more games coming to the next generation transition. What I default to is let's stay focused on what we can do with the games on the new consoles, uh, and the excitement and price will follow that. We'll figure that out. Uh, I don't want people to read into that, uh, that we're going to raise prices or not. Uh, We don't know yet. We don't know, you know. About, <laughs>
1: we don't know yet, but also we're probably going to raise prices. Yeah, they're
0: they're going to do it. Like you know, they're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, that that's of course going to happen. But uh, during a in financial call, they also had talked about they had mentioned how their fiscal year twenty twenty two is looking really good. So that of course starts um, between April first twenty twenty one through March thirty first twenty twenty two. But yeah, they had mentioned Battlefield as one of the key titles launching on next-gen consoles, uh, indicating that there won't be a backwards... Not backwards, but a last-gen version of it. Because <clears throat> talk about DICE's working hard on it with never-before-seen... Never-before... <laughs> Can't talk. Never-before-seen scale, which I hope doesn't mean that they're <clears throat> just going to bump up the player mm-hmm. count to some ungodly amount. Because, like, I love 64, which is 32v32. 32 32. Like, that's fun. But I don't need something like a 128 or, you know... 256 like if they do because i was thinking back in with mag on ps3 like the way they handled the 256 players made total sense it's like it was split into four sections on the map so you had uh, 32 v 32 in each quadrant and then basically all the attacking team had to work and capture two objectives if you captured an objective in your particular portion of the map your spawn moved up and then if you wanted you could sneak around the building and go help the other teams in the other sections but everybody was kind of working towards their own objective, and then at the very end, it would be one hundred twenty-eight versus one hundred twenty-eight, as long as all attackers finished their stuff and you got to the main final objective. So at least it wasn't crazy at the start, but it got crazy at the end. Um, and I like the way they handled that. I didn't play that mode that much, anyways, because that was still a lot of people, and I wasn't a huge fan of that mode. But uh, but yeah, I did play the one twenty-eight mode quite a bit. That was a uh, that was fun, Cause, but it was the same thing. Where it was like it was a big map with multiple objectives split out so you kind of and because that game was based on you know squads and platoon leaders and an overall commander on each team uh you would kind of assign like okay well i mean it just like in battlefield i mean although people don't typically use that functionality as much in battlefield uh, except i guess the hardcore but you would kind of split like okay we'll go this squad will take this objective on this side of the map and the other one takes the other one so you didn't always have you know, 64 v. 64 in the exact same spot until you got to the final bit. I could see them if they did something like that, maybe working, or just had to again, just like they do now where they have different modes where you could play, you know, a quick version of Capture the Flag where it's only, I think it's only 16 v. 16 in that mode. Then you have Conquest, which is 32 v. 32. Um, Or you can have like in Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5, they had these modes. God, I wish I can, I think they're called, God, what were they called? Grand Conquest or something? Like, it was basically a multi-tiered section where the attacking team has to push through multiple portions of a map, and they kind of strung multiple maps together to make them, like, one big map. A um, Grand Conquest, I think it might have been called. And it was a pretty cool mode. And, like, I could see that mode getting to bump up to maybe a higher player account, but making the map bigger so you spread those players out. But we'll see what happens there. Um, hopefully they're making some... Some good headway, though. Um, But yeah, now let's see if we can move on. Oh, yeah, going back. Yeah, I was. we talked about Call of Duty System Requirements, so yeah, big game. Um, Days Gone also got announced that it will be getting a PS5 upgrade. It can run up to 60 FPS in dynamic 4K resolutions. I'm curious how stable that 60 will be um, and then how dynamic that 4K will also be. So I'll be curious to see Digital Foundry do some tests on that once that uh, gets that patch let's see um i'm trying to see if uh yada, yada, yada. nope that's it okay and of course we also know that ghost of the machine was getting 60 frames per second on ps5 as well fortnite they also announced their next gen upgrades will be ready for day one so you'll have 4k resolution 60 fps on ps5 and xbox series x i mean is already 60 fps on ps4 anyways but the 4k resolution um you get dynamic visuals and physics whatever that means uh, grass, trees, I guess, yada, yada. Uh, there's also going to be, they're adding in, they're patching in dual sense controller functionality. So there'll be haptic feedback uh, in the controller and they talk about certain weapons and yada. So I'm curious how that'll fit into that game. Um, and you can select, they're going to patch it to where you can select your favorite mode from the PlayStation 5 home screen because that's one thing stuff I like. You can just launch in a multiplayer on PS5 games from the main screen and you can just pick your mode, bam, jump to it. So queue up for normal battle royale or I guess islands or the free roam one, whatever you want to do. Um, I got like this say, you can get into matches faster. It's like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. You're still going to hit the lobby. Like all these battle royale games that you're, yeah, we can load into, Oh, I can load into modern warfare Warzone so much quicker. It's like, you're still in the lobby. You're just in it quicker and you have to wait for all the mm-hmm. other players to load in. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh interesting, the one thing that w- is nice is that the, so, uh, Fortnite had split screen, On last gen but now the split screen on ps5 and xbox uh series will support 60 frames a second so that was kind of one of the uh constellations that they had to make was that in order to do split screen for the battle royale the fps got uh cut in half um so that's nice to see and then uh, there was uh this is kind of Pretty early in the week, but I guess we can touch on because maybe you can talk about it since uh, I haven't seen any more news about it. But there was the Genshin Impact uh, update 1.1 announced along with detailed PS5 compatibility and new characters. I'm trying to see here real quickly if they talk about the PS5 stuff. Blah, blah, blah. It's a big list. I don't see anything standing out specifically PS5 related. But um, do you know more about this uh, 1.1 update, Zaya?
2: <laughs> Not really. I haven't really. played Genshin in a while. No. I knew the update was coming. They were going to add more um, like main story stuff and new areas and stuff like that, but I haven't looked too much into it because I'm just behind. <laughs> I'm still in the... It's a, it's the same problem that I always have. I get on and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the story stuff, and then I get distracted by everything else. So I do like my daily things, and then I go to do the story things, and I get distracted, and then four hours has passed, and I'm like, I need to do something else. So, but I haven't played very much lately. Hmm?
1: Did you ever get your waifu that you
0: wanted?
2: My husbando, and no.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> never got there.
2: I'm trying to stop myself from spending money just to pull a character but I'm at mm. my limit. I'm tired of saving up my 10 pulls and then he's never there.
1: It's how they get you.
0: Yeah. they won't get me. Yeah, I saw like the... That was one of the big things that went around last week was like, you know, the streamer that spent like a, a grand or whatever and then he's like, but the character's not really that good. It's like... And then he like, he he comments on like, oh, this is bad business. It's like, but you're the one... You also spent the grand that you didn't need to. You did it because... Uh, Whatever I I just thought it was weird.
2: He did it because he gets paid to play video games. Let's be honest. Like I watch a
0: YouTuber that spent like three
2: hundred dollars on the game, but he gets paid to play the video game. And I hope he's not talking about D. Luke being a bad character because A, no, and B, you're playing him wrong if he is.
0: Yeah, it was it was definitely the guy character whoever that is. But uh, yeah, because I mean I like when I watch you know streamers play like they're they're hopping in. Oh, like the new season of Apex came out this week, and so the new Mm -hmm. battle pass. And I walk in, you know these streamers and they have like tons of apex coins. So they just, they buy the battle pass and they just outright buy all the levels. Like they don't wor- worry about earning the levels. They just pay for them. It's like they have yeah. all, you know, and sometimes some of that stuff is also could be sponsored, like given to them because they- they're sponsored streams. Sometimes they can be a, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just there, but I have seen this. They're like, yeah, you know, I'll just buy some more coins and get all this stuff. Like, yeah, it's because you're, that's what you do. So it's like, yeah, but then, like, it, it spawned these articles for Genshin Impact about, like, how this backlash against Genshin Impact and yada, yada. And it's I'm a like, free
1: game. What did you expect?
0: Yeah.
2: And it's also drawn That's... in a lot of people that have never played a gacha game before. So now they're learning what gacha games actually are and they're not happy about it. It's like, oh, so sad. Maybe go play a different game. It's gotcha, a gacha game.
0: <laughs> I thought gacha was just some Japanese word. Uh huh. Can... <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I could actually see people believing that thinking that gacha. Wasn't like you know gotcha. It was was like, just like a, the it's, type it's, of
2: game or whatever. It, it it is. Is. They don't know that it's short for Gachapon. <laughs> like yeah,
0: but uh, God, God. it's like they gotcha. You. you got
1: you like, got It, like I don't know. I, the first one that comes to my mind is like people thinking it's like a pachinko game or something, which mm-hmm. again gambling, but something like that.
2: But also, just think how many hours of game did you get for free out of that before you decided to spend a ton of money and then get butt hurt because you didn't get the pull that you wanted or whatever? Like right. nobody, everybody's just like, oh, I spent money, and didn't get what I wanted. It's like, well, for a, you could play this game for a hundred hours and never spend a dime on it. So shut up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I had tried it for like a little bit. I think uh, week before last, like the week that we didn't record. Mm-hmm. I just ran around a bit it performance on PS4. Isn't that great? Um, yeah. just the LOD is, is pretty nuts. I'm like, especially with this art style. Like I feel like it shouldn't be this bad, but it's like five feet in front of the character. I got stuff changing, but, uh, I got to the, the building, I flew in the sky and fought the dragon. And I was like, all right. And I deleted it off my console. Cause I'm like, I don't think I'm ever going to go back to this, but <laughs> I, I, I gave, just ran around and gave a shot. Like I can see like, okay, I can see why people like this. Um, it definitely was a nice-looking game. I could see if I just ran around and didn't, you know, I went there because I was like, oh, I'll just get the glider. That way I can mm-hmm. go explore some more. But then after that, I just, when I was done with that session, I was like, okay, well, I don't think I'm going to go go back to this. So I, I was trying to think, like, how do I delete my account so they don't have it? But it's like, I guess, on PlayStation, it's just tied to your PlayStation account, so you don't actually have to, you didn't actually make an account that you need to go on the website and delete. So I'm like, okay, well, that's good.
2: Yeah. You only need to make an account if you do PC and mobile, because then those two link together with that account. But then PlayStation is kind of its own ecosystem right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, moving on, one of the things they announced uh, last week is kind of the right before uh, Halloween that we had missed was the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse suit for Miles Morales, which is animated in that, you know, on the twos, as they call it, Mm -hmm. Um, which you can turn off. Uh, they said if you don't like that, uh, if it looks a little jarr- jarring. I'm really curious how that'll look on both the 30 FPS mode and the 60 FPS mode. Like, will it be more jarring at 60 FPS versus, you know, at 24 frames on the movie? Um, will it be, you know, or if you do it on 30. Like, I'm, I'm curious how that'll look on, on both uh, both FPS settings. But, oh, yeah, I mean, it looks good.
2: I thought that for some reason, just assume that it would always look the same, except for, you know, when, if it ever chugs below a certain FPS or whatever. But I didn't think about the fact that movie FPS is different than game FPS.
0: Yeah. Like I mentioned 30 will look a lot like the movie because the world and the characters are still moving at 30 frames, but at 60, everything else is so much more smooth. So I'm really curious, like, is it more jarring? Does it look less like on the twos? Is it like, or... do they animate it specifically at 60 frames to be uh, I guess, on the four? I don't know. Like
1: I'm I'm, I'm glad you to... could turn it off though, because I feel <laughs> like in the movie that was entertaining, but in a game that might get annoying if everything is different like that. Like Especially it doesn't, have the, it hours. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have
2: the same appeal.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have the same appeal for being a game. Yeah,
0: you're you're dodging and like your dodge time is just kind of off a bit because the animation is it's not perfectly smooth Uh, i could see using it like after you beat the game and then you just do some trophy you know collectible cleanups and stuff like that getting the platinum like running it then but maybe yeah Yeah, like you said not the entire game
1: i could see it being fun for like 10 minutes here and there i just i don't like it worked in the movie because it was a movie and you weren't playing things (laughs) I, i don't see that holding up as the same yeah in a game i just i don't see it being nearly as enjoyable yeah um
0: and then yeah moving on to playstation 5 so they announced that the launch day sales will only be available online there will be no consoles available in actual stores but obviously you could just order from like let's say best buy and then have it shipped to the store and you can do like curbside pickup it just won't physically be at the store so Mm -hmm. Um, we're not having any consoles in the store Nope, they said uh, this is um, from the PlayStation blog. SAE Content Communications, uh, Sid Schumann explained. He said, Hi, all. the launch of PlayStation 5 console on November 12th or November 19th in other regions uh, is almost here. Uh, in the interest of keeping our gamers, retailers, and staff uh, miss COVID-19 uh, sa- safe, uh, today we're confirming that all day of launch sales will be conducted through the online stores of our retail partners. No units will be available in-store for purchase on launch day Uh, Please don't plan camping out and lining up at your local retailer at launch day in hopes of getting a PS5 console to purchase. You know, be safe, stay home. So basically just it's preventing people from camping out in front of stores and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, Uh, that's actually kind of
0: interesting. I mean, I agree with their call, but it's Mm -hmm. still
1: interesting just because I can't remember a console launch where, like, if you couldn't pre-order one, it was always, you know, you could go camp out and that was your best option.
2: Now you get to camp out at home at your computer and just hit refresh like everybody else. I, I
1: don't disagree with the call. I think it's probably yeah. a good thing. It just surprises me still.
2: I'm curious if there are going to be any retailers that somehow get a hold of them and try to have like launch events or whatever. Cause I guess there's nothing technically stopping them from ordering stock. I don't know. I, I don't
0: know how that works. I'm sure if they say, Hey, we're working with our partners, like, Hey, you know, you have them and they're at their distro centers and just go, mm-hmm. Hey, don't have them on site to where. I guess if they did, it would obviously get out. Like people would show, like, "Hey, camping outside this place," because, you know,
1: we all know how that worked out for pre-orders. Though.
0: Joe Blank, yeah. you know, yeah. Well, there's like people. There's one dude that got his uh, Xbox Series S already from Walmart. Uh, I was <laughs> in one of the Discord uh, servers for Patreon. I'm I'm on like he posted a picture of me. he had the Series S. He goes, "Yeah, Walmart sent it to me." It's like it, the the tracking said he wasn't gonna get it till Tuesday, and he's like, "It just showed up, so you got it." already um although there i I don't know i'm wondering if they're gonna do it but there were like i know if people got stuff early back in the day typically it was for games like if someone gets a game before street date like they can they'll see you ping the server if you try to you know if you're online and -hmm. they would you know temp ban you or like stop you from yeah i forget Like,
1: what game did i get early i can't remember i got one of those early Oh, I'm blanking on it. Was uh, was Demon's Souls, or one of the Souls games, wasn't that the one early where if uh, you joined online, the enemies were, like, impossibly difficult? I don't
0: know. <laughs> That'd be funny. They
1: they cranked up the difficulty of some of the enemies so that if you got it early, um, you basically couldn't win mm. because everything was too hard. But I'm blanking at what it actually
0: was. That'd be funny. I don't know. Yeah, typically, the only ones I don't know like, were... Like I know a bunch of COD games that had that happen where they broke street and they would be like, okay, well we'll just uh, stop people from playing them until the actual day or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, keeping it with PlayStation Five, the console is sold out entirely in Japan, so they cannot get anymore, which is crazy. I'm really curious how much is allocated to Japan. We talk a lot about how Japanese gamers traditionally are more mobile focused, like they consoles like PS4 sold well. But when you look as a whole to other regions, like it's not a lot or like when a game sells well, it's like it's only, you know, 450,000 copies or something or like not even a million in Japan. But that's still, I guess, really well for that region. So I'm curious how many PlayStation 5s were uh, sold in Japan. And then moving on, keeping it with PlayStation 5, the so all the reviews came out this week for PS5. Everyone kind of like getting like, you know, 8, just like Xbox. Like, yeah, it's great. Great console, great upgrades controllers getting reviewed really well the headset's getting good reviews uh we got the reviews came out for spider-man miles morales that's getting great reviews i saw some nines uh, i think i saw some eights so that's doing really well even though it's a they, you know everybody points out yeah it is a shorter game it's about eight hours to complete the story about eight hours to do all the collectibles um, but they say it's really good um
1: biggest thing i'm excited for in that game is i read that um they revamped the side quests so they're not nearly as repetitive as spider-man and they're actually like interesting side quests now
0: yeah hmm. which could be another reason why the like i said side content isn't as long uh there because of the more refined and again because you're not repeating the same kind of follow the drone you know mm-hmm. uh, but um uh, but yeah um we also had reviews for oh my gosh i'm totally blanking on the other game that got the review well oh my god what was the other game it was holy shit i'm blanking on it it was
1: i almost saw reviews for spider-man i didn't see other uh ps5 reviews
0: oh my god you know what i gotta i gotta pull it up no i it's i i just i'll just pull up the podcast i was listening to um because i know they always like yeah they always talk about i'm
1: even scrolling back now and i'm like i see spider-man and just spider-man
0: uh so i was gonna have to vamp Ugh, this one doesn't break down the talking points i hate that like, <laughs> break down the talking points they don't uh, have like
2: timestamps or anything
0: well not this one it was just like because it was all playstation 5 so it's like
2: yeah but you could timestamp like oh we talked about this thing regarding the playstation 5 or this thing
0: oh my gosh i can't i don't i think i deleted them from my thing so oh well you know i'll just i'll go like this in my other window i'll just go to IGN. but maybe maybe the one, I could have swore there was something else. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Astrobot, the game that comes baked in the console. Um,
2: oh, that
0: one got reviewed as well, and everybody loves that because that's the game that showcases the haptic feedbacks of the PlayStation controller, which is why everybody loves the controller functionality. And I do think it's funny. Some people still bring up like, oh, you know, it's funny that Sony, you know, started PlayStation Three with uh, Ryan McCaffrey brought this up. You know, started PlayStation Three with the gamers don't like force feedback because there's no rumble in it. To that now having a controller that has like amazing force feedback and it's like yeah but the reason they worded that was because of a patent issue like that's why later it was revealed that's why DollShock, or it wasn't DualShock Three when it came out because there was a patent problem and then later when they resolved that then they put it into the controller so but they they message it to the to gamers as well it shows that not everybody wants this when it's like now nah, we would have put it there we just couldn't there was an issue so. Yeah, the messaging is different, but that there was a reason behind that corporate messaging, where um, they would have done it if they not didn't run into that problem.
1: I mean, they couldn't really say, "Yeah, we couldn't get the patent yet, and sorry, we know that this is a great feature, but we can't get this." Like,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, you can't. You can't <laughs> it's, say it's like, like they could just say market, that. Yeah, our market research shows that you know people don't really like Force c but yeah, I've heard great things about the the controller. Like I said, I have it, but I can't use the functionality with it on anything like i can use it on ps3 but it's not gonna give me forced feedback um but yeah it's uh everybody's loving the controllers they love those games i'm looking forward to playing them um i'm assuming the dark souls dark souls demon souls review will go up next week um probably i'm trying to remember because that's one thing we didn't talk about because we missed the episode but originally before the reviews came out there was a leak a leak it was like a Some in some like Ukrainian podcast or something, I forget where some podcast over there, where they had said, like, the guy he said what the uh, embargo timeline was. And he goes, Oh, yeah, on you know, November 6th, uh, will be when we can review the PlayStation and Spider Man and uh, some other stuff. And he goes, And then on the uh, 10th is when we can do this thing. So I think, and then. Uh, what can and of course that was a uh, you know speculation. But then on Monday of or uh, the week before this week started, Greg Miller had mentioned, "Oh, next week PSI Love You XOXO will be posted on Friday," which typically they record Monday live and post on Tuesdays. So I'm like, okay, well if that posts on the sixth, then that lines up with the rumors, which means that the tenth is when the next round of uh, reviews come out, which would be for uh, Demon Souls. So that's when that'll probably hit. Um, I saw that Fexture Life posted a first 10 minutes of on uh, YouTube. So I guess they got permission or they're working with Sony. I'm surprised Vati Video didn't have a first 10 minute video. But uh,
1: I, I watched that State of Play video and I'm so fucking excited about it. The biggest news for me was... Um, They were talking about, like, would the remake feel the same in terms of combat? And they talked about how they actually used the old code code for combat and then revamped everything around that. So it's actually, like, the exact same gameplay, which I think might frustrate some people who want the faster gameplay of Dark Souls. But I'm very excited about it because I feel like it's not really a remake if you change the feel of the game.
0: Yeah, and they did change also the animations uh, for weapons are different because there's a lot of them that were the exact same. I didn't watch this video, but I watched like a previous one or or read some article um, uh, because there's another video as well. But yeah, where they had talked about how they a lot of the animations for weapons were like, it was the exact same animation, like the same swipe or whatever. So they changed it to where the timing is still the same, but the animation is different. Um, So that's nice. And then, of course, the omnidirectional rolling, since uh, you didn't have that in Demon's Souls. So that's Yeah, so
1: they changed the things that people wanted improved and then they kept the core gameplay and feel the same which is like best of both worlds
2: yeah which is how you should do a remake
1: well i mean it's what you should do but i think in a lot of other games like i wouldn't mind nearly as much in certain games if they changed the actual like gameplay elements um like they yeah shadow of the colossus they remade and it felt way different um it felt better but it was way different this one, I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't played it yet, but I'm hoping that it's still the same old Demon Souls, but just way prettier.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, I haven't watched the State of Play one. Um, I'll probably... I don't know if I will. Um, But uh, just because I'm like, I don't really need to see more of this game. Like, I've already... Yeah, I, I watched the story cutscenes and stuff for the original Demon Souls like a couple of years ago because, like, I'm never going to play this game. And then, so I, I watched that, and I've just seen so much. i guy, like, I don't really need to see more of this. I don't really want to spoil, like... I guess, all the bosses. I don't know. I know Demon a lot Souls of
1: has some good ones, too.
0: I know a lot of them now, but because uh, I've seen so much of this remake, but uh, now I'm like, yeah, I don't really need to see too much more. But, uh, but yeah, definitely looking forward to playing it. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure that review will go up on uh, Tuesday. Obviously, probably want to give people more time, and who knows when <clears throat> or if online functionality was enabled on the uh, PlayStation 5 consoles that are out there for that game, like if servers are live, because typically when a game has multiplayer, you, well, if it's something like Battlefield or Call of Duty, you play it at a, you know, event location. You're on a LAN, but with something like this, because the console hasn't actually launched yet, who knows if that, uh, it's online stuff is, I mean, obviously some online aspects are there because people have been using it for a week as their primary consoles prior to the reviews. They've been able to see trophies, all this stuff, yada, yada.
1: I feel bad for all of the people that have uh, never played Demon Souls before and going in and are going to play online in the very first level because, yeah, what is, um, <clears throat> shit, what's it called? Griefing when you're camping out like a low level zone to kill people?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Demon Souls has a really bad way to do it. Like you can get one of the um, fire weapons that has really low stats to use and it will kill new players in like one hit. So it's it's really easy to get if you're an advanced player and you can make it through the first few levels without leveling up. But I guarantee that people are going to be doing that to new players. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I bet. And uh, yeah, one of the things that they confirmed, of course, it was leaked uh, a couple weeks ago from when someone originally got the the PS Five, their hands on it the first time when they got the console. But yeah, the so we know we ha- it has the eight hundred and twenty five <clears throat> gig hard drive, but there's only six hundred and sixty seven gigs usable on it which Jeez. means 100 158 of them are reserved for the system um which that's is so much a lot but it's actually close to what the PS4 does cuz I have a terabyte in mine but only 861 gigs are available so that's basically 100 you know 39 gigs reserved for the OS now the other that's thing to consider Yeah it's still a lot the other thing also to consider too is that with all the apps that are preloaded um because they have a whole media section like mm-hmm. if it's the same hulu on ps4 is, 1. 6, is 1. 1.6 is 1.16 gigs amazon primes the same netflix is the same disney plus is the only one that's tiny youtube's tiny both of those are about half a gig each but uh and then you have voodoo twitch um and other stuff so it's like those those will take up a little bit obviously it's not a lot but that's where some of that disparity the difference between the ps4 uh and the ps5 because you can just delete the applications off the ps4 Mm -hmm. so i'm sure if you deleted those off the playstation 5 you the parity between the difference uh the ps4 and the ps5 would probably match up more i'm also curious like how much of that is like you have that much reserved like how much is that is the actual os and how much is it making sure you reserve space for future updates that players mandatorily have to download you know what i mean like i don't think i've ever had a, a situation where, like i've had times where you know i go to download a game it's like hey clear up some space you don't have enough but i've never had a situation where like hey we got to download this firmware update clear out some space you don't have enough so i'm wondering like is that 150 is it gated off just for system and potential future updates because system mm. os updates aren't necessarily that huge unless you do some kind of major revamp but then mm-hmm. if you revamp entirely you're deleting the old style so you don't need that data anymore so i'm I'm curious about that um but then the same woes hit xbox as well they have some situation and even on their series s which is uh 500 and i don't think it's straight five it's like 512 i think um, there, that's only got like a three hundred something gig usable space. And I started wondering, oh, and the other downside, which is so weird, is that right now you can't save. So we thought, at least you know, Cerny had mentioned this. Um, well, he didn't necessarily say this for PlayStation Five games, uh, but people thought, oh, you could transfer any game you're not playing right now, just put it on an external. If it's a PlayStation Five game, because PlayStation Five games have to be on the SSD, put it on an external drive for save it for later and then just transfer it back to the system when you actually want to play it instead of redownloading it. But you can't do that right now.
1: (laughs) I bet it gets patched though. I'm sure that they thought that like people aren't going to fill up their PS five right away. So like you'd have the ability to, or they'd have a few minutes or months or whatever to actually figure that out.
0: Yeah. And if you, have a disc the disc version you buy a game and it's, it's easy because then you just put the disc in and reinstall it and you're done and it's probably a much faster process because the ssd i mean even the download times are much faster i saw uh, i wish i could remember where i saw i think it was on reddit where someone linked it in a discord i uh, was in but uh basically they did download comparisons and since it's not downloading to a hard drive and it's downloading to an ssd that download time is much faster so i think it was like I wish I, it was some small it was like a 10 gigabyte file. I forget what game it was. But basically the difference was like oh to do this 10 gigs on PlayStation it was like I want to say 20. I forget what it was. It was it was pretty it was a decent wait, but then on PlayStation 5 it was like 7 minutes. So it's it was a, it was a big difference between the two even though the PS4 one wasn't that high. And I'm curious what their download speed was cuz I've I can download 50 gig games pretty fast on mine. I don't have like a gigabit internet or anything but yeah that'll be faster but yeah if obviously you just buy the disc so i started thinking i was like maybe i should just buy a game the first just like i did on ps4 buy my first batch on disc and then once they have because the other thing they said too is that the expandable hard drive slot or ssd slot in the system is going to be inaccessible at launch because as of right now there are no uh, approved m.2 drives which is funny because about a month ago Someone came out with one saying, "Hey, it's a PS Five ready M dot two drives. You know, here's a five hundred gig, one terabyte, two terabyte." And I'm like, "Yeah." And but... How much was it? It was uh, the the one terabyte. It was two thirty. I mean, you knew it was going to be that because Xbox is, is two twenty for their expandable drive. Like, it's not. It wasn't going to be that much difference. Uh,
1: that's actually not price. that bad. Yeah, it's I mean, 600. I know Xboxes is expensive too. They're the same price, but if that's what it is at launch, I have to imagine it's going to go down decently quickly
0: yeah and it's like in that case you could buy a 500 if you want like they, the 500 I forget how much cheaper it was but uh yeah M, i mean m.2 drives are they're expensive and since gen 4 just came out yeah it's going to be way pricey and it's like when once microsoft announced their on my like, okay that's what it's going to be for the m.2 drives but yeah we'll see how quickly they can approve these drives i'm assuming they're going to want to do extensive testing on those speeds and make sure, and it looked like the, you know, they talk about size, making sure it would fit. And it looked like the, the bay was pretty big, but there are some that have, you know, like heat sinks on them that are pretty big or thermal pads that are pretty big. So it'll be curious to see how big is too big, but yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how much, cause I'm really curious about that performance between games off the main drive and then off an M.2, because there is a difference between the two of them, but yeah, that'll be, that's curious. You also can't transfer save data to a USB stick, which is weird. Um, so in order, to, in order to back up save data, you have to do it to the cloud. I'm trying to push that PlayStation Plus on you.
2: Yeah, that's I
1: mean, the wild. PlayStation Plus is definitely going to help for transferring stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, of course, you can still transfer uh, PS4 games onto an external, and you can play them off an external. You just won't get those lightning-fast speeds, which is the primary benefit. But all the other stuff, the increased uh, resolution, if it's variable resolution, or increased frame rate, if it's got an uncapped frame rate. But yeah, I was looking. I was like, you know, I was like, this isn't really like obviously it's gonna vary between people because like you know, uh, Call of Duty, Warzone is you know one hundred eight gigs. You know, we just talked about Assassin's Creed, that's hundred gigs. Um, <laughs> but I started looking at the games I would actually carry over. I am like, all right, well, you know, I'll I'll probably do Tilo at some point. But right now, it's like I am I am waiting for that to get like an official patch before I platinum that game. But I'll be just a platinum. But of the games, I will take over. For sure at the start, because when you transfer from PS4 to ps 5 you can select which applications you want to bring. You don't just do all of them like back on the PS4, which is always super obnoxious. I hated mm-hmm. that. It's like, oh, I got to do everything. I can't just pick and choose. Um, but like, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to bring Apex because I'm playing that. I'll bring Death Straining because I'm going to platinum that. Ghost of Tsushima, um, you know, Civ 6, PJ Tour, Minecraft, Fall Guys, Frostpunk. Golf with Your Friends, in Darkest Dungeon. And I'm like, I'm looking at all those games together. That's only 210 gigs. Because Apex is 55, Death is 50, Ghost of Shima is 45. But then the only difference with Ghost is, like, they're going to get that performance boost. But I'm like, is that because you're going to... I don't think the frame rate is uncapped in the game. So, I'm like, are you going to give it a PS5-specific patch that does that? And then how big is that patch? Which shouldn't be that big. But obviously, uh, that could be there. And then who knows? Apex isn't going to get a next-gen upgrade at launch. Um, That will come later, but obviously you'll have that, of course, better load times and yada yada. And then who knows if Deschanal will get a patch. But yeah, looking of all the games I currently am playing or I cycle through, it's not that much space-wise. And then I'll just play, again, Last of Us right now, which is 78 gigs. That'll be probably one time, get it once a patch comes through, if it gets one. Uh, Platinum it. And then I can just take it off the system. Uh, and then I'll probably keep Sackboy on there, but I can't imagine Sackboy's going to be that big. Bug Snacks won't be that big. You
1: know. oh, bug Snacks is going to be the best game. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, that review
0: should be coming out <laughs> next week as well, probably on Tuesday.
1: I am legitimately so excited to see what the review for that game is because that game looks completely fucking ridiculous.
2: Wholesome and wonderful and full of little buggy foods. Well,
1: I mean, it does kind of look wholesome and wonderful. I think it's going to be hilarious.
0: Well, I fully expected it. to laugh. And yeah, girlfriend Reviews loved it. They tweeted on like just beat bug snacks and oh my god. <laughs> so and uh, <laughs> yeah, I know that that review's probably going to lift again on Tuesday with Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else would be. I don't think there's anything else. I think those are the other main ones, but. <clears throat> yeah that'd be that so yeah it's it's obviously if you're a big if you're playing all the battle rails that could be a problem i don't know how big fortnite is nowadays i don't have it on my system but even games that are like rogue company which i have which i probably won't carry over but like that's only 12 gigs you know so there's a lot of games that are that people kind of play that are pretty small that'd be nice to see if because i know they announced that dying light collection that was another thing that for a couple weeks ago that's going to become it's like it's basically bundled but they didn't say it was going to get any next gen specific upgrades and i really wish that game would get like a 60 with improved a resolution patch and a quality patch would be great because i would love to like i said I, I was replaying it for a while there and then i stopped um once i think uh i forget what came out but it's like okay finally some new stuff comes out but but yeah of course like you can like i said all these ps4 games you can just put on to an external if you want and just i play them there. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how quickly we get uh, expandable storage. But yeah, that's uh, big news. Of course, you can watch the Digital Foundry did a, just like they did for Xbox, they did a performance comparison for a bunch of games on PlayStation 5. There were some games they couldn't do. Um, I guess they were either embargoed or it was like, hey, you can look at these ones. Uh, but obviously the, ba- the games they did pick were ones that actually had modes that would take advantage of the increase. So it's obviously a game that's capped at 30 no point doing it. like bloodborne there's no point looking at bloodborne that game's capped at 30. Um, i wish it wasn't though yeah uh, i
1: saw a review for the ps5 and it started with like let's get this out of the way bloodborne doesn't play better on ps5 than it does on ps4 and i was like god damn
0: it, yeah, it Like, yeah, yeah that's it's exactly it wouldn't be unless they unless they patch it but
1: uh i was hoping they were gonna patch it or something i was like really hoping there was an announcement for that
0: yeah but uh, yeah, I mean, all the results looked exactly like they did for just like they did for Xbox. So I was like, OK, well, whatever Xbox is doing, it's going to be the exact same on uh, PlayStation. There were a couple games that were better on PlayStation, but that's because the uh, native resolution for those games on Xbox One X was at 4K, which is one of the things that hampered, not hampered, but that was like one of the downsides to Xbox. Like because one of the mandates they had for the One X was that if it can make it run native 4K, uh, if it can. But because they did that, they suffered in frame rate. And you saw that with uh, Resident Evil 3. You saw that with Hitman. Uh, Hitman 2 had that problem where it was just like the frame rate and frame pacing on PS4 was better because the PS4 Pro was doing a lower resolution. Um, And then there is a weird outlier with Sekiro where, for some reason, even they're both. Oh, it's because one's at a native. Is it Sekiro?
1: Yeah, I think it's, like it's uncapped it, now or capping it, it, at 60 or something. Yeah, it, it goes at it's 60
0: capped at sixty because it was uncapped previously. It goes at 60, but it was a native 1800, I think, on Xbox and checkerboarded 1800 on PS4. So then it's the same resolutions on PS5 and Xbox Series X, but there were some performance dips in random locations uh, on Xbox versus PlayStation 5 because of that checkerboarding versus native, which they pointed out like is pretty hard to tell the difference um between the two so yeah if you want to play Scaro again you got it locked 60 dark souls 3 is locked at 60 yeah a lot of and then games that couldn't quite meet 30 are locked at 30 yada yada so the usual stuff which is what we expect but yeah there's not there's not too many games that have dynamic resolutions uh, that i can think of off the top of my head and there's not too many that have uncapped frame rates like they patched uncapped frame rates into uh, infamous second son and that would typically hover 45 on the console so that if you played that that would be at lock 60 um i'm trying to think if anything else had god of war had an uncapped frame rate so i'm assuming god of war will run they didn't show god of war but i'm assuming that game will run at uh, a lock 60 in that uncapped mode um, as well but uh yeah any game that has either of those two things could well of course run better on playstation 5 and they so one of the things that came out as well that we missed was that Ubisoft said, Hey, these, these Assassin's Creed games won't work on PlayStation five, but then they like immediately retracted that statement, um, which a lot of people didn't follow up on, but <laughs> they did, they retracted it. So because, you know, Sony said, Hey, only these 10 won't work, but digital Foundry points out that there are some games that when they launch them, if they have, if you have the boost mode enabled, which I'm assuming it would function just like on PlayStation four pro where you go in settings and you choose boost mode, um, where if it is a mode you can pick they didn't actually say if it was or wasn't but uh there are some games where it pops up and says hey you might have some you might see some game oddities essentially playing at boost mode which is stuff we saw on playstation 4 pro as well on games where some games didn't perform or they would have weird glitches you know with the boost mode but digital Foundry points out like they didn't quite notice anything so it could just be games like you know, hey, they work, but you might have some odd problems. So that's why Ubisoft said, hey, Assassin's Creed Syndicate uh, doesn't work. It's like, oh no, it does. There just could be some weird bug. And they said the ray tracing on Miles Morales looks great, and it does. It looks awesome. So I'll I'll probably play on the ray tracing mode, because I figure alright, I played Spider-Man 30 FPS on PS4 Pro. I'll, I can... That feels fine, because it's third person. Um, and I want to mm-hmm. see that ray tracing. But yeah, that's... Uh, basically it for all the news we'll have more playstation 5 stuff next week of course but now we can god that was last i'm looking at all the tabs i have open <laughs> thank oh and it's in chrome too i bet it's eating up all my ram
2: oh my god how does your computer even still function
0: i got 32 gigs of it in here so i like that was the oh. first thing i do oh, it's it's, e- oh, it's used a lot it's <laughs> struggling. i'm struggling I'm I'm, I'm I'm using it's only have 14 available
2: Double that shit, and then double it again.
0: Yeah, let's just keep a uh, oh, Yeah, 18 gigs are being used <laughs> right now. Good oh lord.
2: Oh my god, close Chrome.
0: <laughs> I'll, I can clean Stop. the Stop. Mem- let's <laughs> see if I clean the memory, see what happens. But uh, let's uh, go ahead and just move into what we've been playing. I know, Izzy, you've been gone for a bit, so you haven't been playing much.
1: I've uh, been gone for a bit, but like I have still been working my way through Neo 2, and
0: oh, really? opinions
1: on that game are... Still, oh yeah, that's a fucking long game. Um, (laughs) I I just mean, I'm surprised you're still playing it. I thought you stopped. No, I want to beat it. Um, The opinions on that game are still the same. Like, it's a good game. The start is way too hard and it gets easier as you go on, which is kind of the opposite of what you would want in a game. Like, to me, Uh it makes more sense to have it easier at the start so you get used to the mechanics and then harder as you go on when you're more familiar with things. But Uh, Neo 2 is the opposite of that. Um, Still haven't Uh, beat my first playthrough yet, so I can't even start really making builds, which I don't particularly enjoy either. Like I like making builds. I don't like the fact that you really can't start making them until the end of your first playthrough, um, which is just kind of unfortunate. And then I'm playing through Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I started hard mode and played a decent bit of Legends with you. And uh, I've I've really been enjoying that.
0: Yeah, the Ghost of Tsushima Legends is r- real fun playing that. Um, I the the problem though is like I don't really want to play anything else else right now. But like when you're like when you were gone the whole week, and I was like oh, I want to play Ghost, but like I don't want to kill with randos. And <laughs> even though I hear like the community, the random community is pretty good. Like I've read some uh, people in Discord, they have like a Ghost of Tsushima specific channel for this one group, and I I look in there and people are like yeah, you know teaming up. It's pretty easy. Also, I've heard some people on podcast say, you know, queuing up with the randos is pretty simple. You can communicate. Obviously, you only have emotes and you can tag. There's no uh, Hmm. VYP in the game. But I was like, Mm -hmm. I really want to play more of this game. I was like, but my, (laughs) I can't. (laughs) And I, I want to do it solo.
1: (laughs) But we could play all day today. There's nothing going on anymore.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have anything I have to actually do today. So, yeah, I could probably do some. I'll do the exercise stuff tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, would be fun. Yeah, because it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a really good, uh, a good mode. They did a great job. I look forward to playing it. On, I'm curious now if that means that Legends will also be at 60 on PS5. So the next week when I get the console, you know, if we're both playing on, I wonder how how much better that'll be. But yeah, uh, what have you been playing, Zai?
2: Not a whole lot. <laughs> this last like week or so, it's been exhausting. So mm. I usually come home from work and go to bed. But, um, it's been doing a little bit You don't say <laughs> doing Did something a little bit like, this week oh you have no idea <laughs> but um just doing like my daily stuff on genshin and mostly animal crossing since i can like leave that on and just pick it up and do things and i don't have to worry about being anywhere where i'm going to be attacked or dying or anything like that or getting caught somewhere where i can't like put it down to go deal with something so just a lot of primarily animal crossing
0: just animal crossing
2: my my island is covered in mushrooms right now though and it's adorable very happy about that
0: yeah i haven't been like i said aside from the rare moments where i get to play ghosts uh, i haven't touched apex i didn't play much i was like oh, i'll wait till the new season new season launches week with a new legend uh, horizon she's new new map new meta but I, I haven't hopped in yet and i was gonna hop in last night but it's just like i don't want to play Multi right now, but I, I will have to hop in there to try that out because I, I definitely want to give it a shot. Playing a ton of Civ 6. Um, I just learned that this feature that was on PC, the or the computer version of it, because it's also on Mac, um, that wasn't on console, got patched in back in June on console. And I didn't know this because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to freaking patch notes. That, oh, hey, this hidden feature that even people on PC don't know about and only the hardcore do because it's so fucking good to add on the ui is now available on your console And i was like ah, so i've just been playing the past forever like without this feature turned on and i'm like oh my god <laughs> it's like it's such a good feature i was like why did i and i'm so mad uh <laughs> I, I beat both what was it um emperor mode difficulty i beat that you know i talked about how i beat that and then i beat immortal difficulty immortal was a lot more difficult obviously um the difference between that and emperor was pretty big so instead of getting the ai getting two settlers at the start i think they get three plus a couple more base standing army at the start um so like that's the thing you got to watch out for in civ 6 like on the harder difficulties that ai is very aggressive at the beginning and especially if you're if your cities are too close together they're going to attack you like so you got got a an army to defend them off um or if you can get if you can when you meet them, send them a delegation that bumps up what, how they feel about you. If you have luxury resources, sell it to them that bumps up and then get like a trade route. And if you can get on their good side, right away, you can declare friendships and then it's like, okay, they won't attack me for 30 turns. Cause that's how long the friendship lasts. Uh, and I'm safe, but it's a, uh, yeah, it's rough. And then cause They get like a huge science boost. I barely won the science victory on my immortal run, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just, I love playing that game, especially the first couple turns are just so fun just setting up your cities and your where your districts are going to be placed to get maximum bonuses, like learning all that, because I didn't really do that in uh, on King difficulty. But now it's like, okay, if I'm going to play Immortal and then eventually Deity, I need to learn proper district placement and min-maxing essentially my uh, my city structures. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, I, But I'm going to stick with Immortal and probably keep playing that to get better and before I move to Deity difficulty. Because man, losing the science degree right at the end is like, just by i lost one i lost one game by one fucking turn i was so mad i was mm-hmm. like one turn i lost the science victory i was like and if i had just optimized slightly i would okay and the one thing i did too is i i typically play korea because they're like a, a really good science uh, sieve, but i started playing germany um just because they're a great production sieve. and i was like well production is highly needed and they have like great bonuses so i tried them so i played that's where I won the one victory was with him, but uh, uh, Barbosa, Frederick Barbosa. But uh, yeah, I've gone back to Korea to try to get that victory on the moral. Also changing the the map type just to give that a shot, see how it plays out. But yeah, it's still a lot of fun. Haven't played much of Fall Guys just because I only play when Flash is on. And he he was on yesterday, but he didn't play any Fall Guys. And then yeah, not much. Uh, haven't played much else. Just I want to play more Ghosts, so hopefully you know, I'm gonna do some of that this weekend. Maybe I'll jump in Apex. And the next week, of course, just looking forward to playing Miles Morales, Sackboy uh, with what the are kid. What you to start with? Uh, well, I'm taking those days off, that Thursday and that Friday. So if my console arrives early, which I doubt it'll arrive early in the morning, it'll probably mm-hmm. arrive in the afternoon. If mm-hmm. it arrives in the afternoon, I'll probably play Sackboy with the kid. And then when he goes to bed, I'll probably hop into Speederman. Uh, and play Miles Morales, because that's a shorter game. Play that, and then maybe on the weekend, when the weekend starts, um, or, I mean, if I have if I have all day Friday to play Spider-Man, I'll probably beat it on Friday. So then I can play Demon Souls uh, over the weekend, give that a go, and then probably sprinkle in some Sackboy with the kid here and there for like a half hour to an hour, and then, uh, you know, Bugsnax. Bugs and then also Apex and play, uh, you know, I'll be playing Ghost probably, uh you know because it's luckily it's pretty easy i can to juggle between single-player and multiplayer games so i'll i'll still play all those and i won't i don't want to burn through uh because i mean i i did the same thing with uh playstation 4 where i took that friday off and it launched that thursday night um so i went to the midnight what well, wasn't a midnight release technically i think uh gamestop did a uh it was either 10 p.m or 8 p.m or something like that. it was at, it wasn't at midnight so i lined up for that got my console that night and then had friday off and uh, i basically played through i think all of killzone that weekend uh shadowfall and then i played a bunch of battlefield 4 oh yeah because i played killzone first and then i went to assassin's creed black flag but yeah, i i probably won't want to rush through all the single player stuff immediately through the weekend but probably just do spider-man to avoid spoilers and yada yada
1: but. spider-man seems like a good one to start with i think that's what uh, i'm gonna start with too even though i love demon souls uh, dive into spider-man first and then play demon souls at night and then Go to the Pathless after I finish Spider Man.
0: Yeah, it'll be. I'll probably try to stretch it out a bit and not rush because I'll probably play the Pathless too. I don't know how quickly I'll get all the games at once. Um, trying to debate if I should again. Maybe I should just. Cause I'm wondering how many of the the games will be available at physically at locations for curbside pickup because I'll I'll probably look online and see how it's doing because if that's the case, maybe I will get some of these games on disc at first, and then you know for that space issue. Since so I can't put them on externals because they're PS5 games. And then uh, that way I can delete them and just reinstall them later. There are, I'm trying to think of what other like PS4 games I'll want to try to see how they perform. But there's not really much else. like Aside from Platinum and Death Stranding and eventually Platinum and, uh Last of Us Part Two. Oh, Days Gone. I'll, I'll play that at some point because I'll get the Platinum in that now that it's going to be it. Because that, that's going to get a boost to 60. We already talked about it. But uh, I'll play that. I don't know what I need for the Platinum on that. but And then, yeah, and then just see what are the games I guess get boosts Then just try them out or I uh, get sp- PlayStation 5 specific patches and just try them out one by one. Right? Um, what's so funny?
2: I'm watching Michael play Bloodborne.
1: Is he <laughs> kicking ass and taking names?
2: Kind of. Except he's falling off ladders
0: a lot. <laughs> what is this, Call of Duty? <laughs> I'm falling off
2: ladders continuously. <laughs>
0: Damn tricky ladders, the hardest part of Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the stars of the show. Yeah. <laughs> the real enemy. Mm-hmm. But uh
1: I yeah. don't know if you have much to complain about with him falling off of ladders. I vaguely remember you falling off of many cliffs. Cliffs aren't ladders.
2: Cliffs aren't ladders, A. And B. I wasn't the one that fell into every hole in the chalice dungeons. Multiple I said times.
1: oops when it happened. Yeah. That makes it okay. Oops. <laughs>
0: Oops, my bad. Mm-hmm.
1: I did fall into all of them, though. I don't know why I had so much trouble. Like, They just—they were everywhere. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that'll wrap it up for this episode. It was a long one. Again, we had a lot of news on PlayStation 5, and again, we're going to have more next week. Uh, and then at least two of us will have the console by the time we record, so we can talk about that. Oh, I'll, actually, I'll probably play Astro's Astrobot Playroom game immediately. Since that's pretty short and that'll show the controller, so I guess that would be the first thing I'll play. Get that out of the way. I didn't
1: realize that was packed with every console. That's pretty it, cool. It's
0: a pack in. I, I I don't think it's that big, so obviously that's some of that space that gets taken up, and you can just delete that. But yeah, that's that's a pack in. Uh, it makes sense because they want to, you know, the AstroBot VR is like one of the best VR experiences, so it's like they they're really good at doing these. Hey, let's showcase some of this this tech stuff. So uh, everybody loves it. Plus, they say it's like a pretty good nostalgia trip for PlayStation in general a lot of easter eggs in there seems like a lot of fun but yeah all right well uh that'll wrap it up for this episode so thank you all for tuning in and listening thank you isling thank you for joining Mm -hmm. yep we will see you all next time bye later